At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It's hour number two of the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Esports Bank Network. We've got a tremendous hour for you guys. We're going to be taking a look at some college basketball in about 15 minutes with Daniel Alvari. It's going to be a half basketball, half football hours. We're going to add a lot of the, little bit of basketball in this segment as well. And then in the back half of the hour, we're going to be talking to Jason Weingarten. He does amazing work here at the network, does a great job. Taking a look at some exotic futures, does a great job taking a look at the NFL landscape. We're going to be taking a look at these NFC and AFC title games with him. And we're going to be taking a look at some college basketball here in the front half of the hour. Got to give a shout out to all the people that do tremendous work behind the scenes because now we're on Sports Map Radio. For those of you guys that are listening, welcome into VSIN and welcome into the Greg Peterson experience. And the reason why you're hearing this in just such sharp audio form is due to our wonderful audio engineer, Taylor. He does amazing work getting me set up night in and night out. We've got my producer, Jason. I just read off the guests that we've got for this hour. He does a tremendous job setting these up night in and night out. And plus, he puts up with me every night and does so very well. So that deserves a lot of kudos in and of itself. For those of you guys that are watching, that are watching on vcin.com, or also on YouTube TV, there's quite a few providers. Dakota is man that's got you set up there. And then if you miss anything live with regards to not just this or the Greg Peterson experience, but anything on VEASAN, whether that be VEASAN Live Bet tonight, VEASAN 
final countdown. Follow the money. List goes on and on every single hour of what we do here at the network. That is available by visa.com slash subscribe or wherever your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify. List goes on and on. And it is Sean that posts up all those hours. So that way it is there for your listening pleasure. So we've got an absolutely great team helping me out. And I've got to help out by trying to find some winners on this college basketball card. Gave out Duke for Monday and that was rough. I was hoping that we would get a little bit of a foul on that because there was that bucket that was made and then the guy threw like an inadvertent punch. We didn't get a foul there for Duke to be able to cash that money line. So that was a little bit of a sad and salty end of that game. But we venture on. We take a look at the Big 12 for this one. And we're going to go away from sides and we're going to go with the total. 635, 636 on the board. you got TCU playing us to Oklahoma. Boomer Sooners, between a six to a six and a half point underdog and your total between 137 and a half and 138. With regards to the side, I do like TCU in this spot. I set them as a seven point favorite. Six and a half is the number that we're seeing in most places other than Circa where we're finding a six. Me personally, I'm going to try to dive in on this six after the show because I sit right here at Circa, but that said, I'm taking a look at TCU in terms of the side, set them as a seven point favorite, but what I really like here is the total. Semi total at 131, and the biggest reason why is that you're just not going to get a lot of possessions in this game. You got an Oklahoma team that out of your 363 D1 teams are in the bottom 35 in terms of total possessions per game. They've slowed things down to a crawl. Now it is a TCU team that they do play rather up tempo. They're a team that ranks in the top 100 in terms of total possessions per game, but TCU's games they do not involve a lot of threes. They are 335th in the country in terms of three-point shooting percentage for themselves on offense, and they're 25th in the country in opponents' three-point shooting percentage. Very good three-point shooting defense, very bad three-point shooting offense. Good for unders. You also have an Oklahoma team that they turn the ball over quite a bit. They are currently turning the ball over at a rate that ranks 254th in all of college basketball. Meanwhile, TCU... They generate a turnover on 23.3% of possessions. That is 16th in the country, and that is thanks to a really good backcourt of guys that are able to defend well. You've got Damian Ball, and you've also got Mike Miles. Miles is your main scorer with the right around 19 points, chips in there four boards, a few assists. Ball's the main facilitator, a little bit over four assists, five rebounds, double-figure amount of points. And then you do have Emmanuel Miller, the one guy that really is able to shoot threes. For TCU, shooting over 48% from three-point range, he's been able to do a rock-solid job there. And then it is a TCU team that they do a nice job of being able to pound the glass. Got someone like an Eddie Lampkin that's able to give you seven rebounds per game. They're going to be going up against the duel of Jalen Hill, coupled with Tanner Groves. They've been able to give you about 13 or so rebounds per game for this Oklahoma team. You've got Groves who gives you 10.5 points per game. Hill is able to give you more like nine points per contest. And then Groves' brother, Jacob Groves, he's their main three-point shooter, shooting about 38.5% from three. All in all, it is an Oklahoma team that they do shoot about 36.5% from three-point range. I don't think that they're going to get a lot of good open looks in this game, aside from maybe Grant Sherfield, who's been able to shoot over 40% from three. Doing a nice job, chipping in their 17 points per game. But that said, it's an Oklahoma team that they don't necessarily have a lot of depth, and they don't necessarily have a lot of guys that do a tremendous job on offense. I do think that TCU is going to be able to take their toll on them. This is also a TCU team that last time they gave up north of 70 points at home. You have to go all the way back to opening night when they played against Arkansas Pine Bluff in that game. 
You did not have Damian Ball. You did not have Emmanuel Miller. You did not have Mike Miles. All of the top three scores for the CCU team were out of the fold in that one. Ever since then, they've been able to really lock it down on defense. And for Oklahoma, they've been relatively solid on defense. If you look at their points a lot on a per-possession basis, they're right around 98th in the country. You'd like it to be a little bit better for a power conference team, but you know what? It's pretty passable, and they've allowed 70 points or fewer in 16 out of their 19 games this season. They're very at home in a little bit of a lower-scoring game, and I do think that it is going to be a slog for both of these teams to score. I did set my total as a result. We're on a 131, so being able to get a 138, I am diving under. That is what my write-up is going to be based around, and in terms of the side, I'm going to be willing to lay it with TCU. Six half is the max I'd be willing to lay. Hopefully this can come down a little bit more as the opener was at six, but willing to lay the six half that I'm seeing in most books right now. We go from a total that I think is set to high to this total that is completely harebrained. And all of a sudden, because this has dropped down quite a bit, I'm seeing a little bit of value on the over. How about if we go 623-624? Toledo is going to be playing us to Eastern Michigan. Toledo is a rocket ship favorite of 19 points. And your total on this game and between 165 and 165.5. The reason why I call them a rocket ship favorite is because they are the Toledo Rockets. So, fitting with the mascot. And I set my total at a 166.5. You're probably wondering, why in the world did you set a 40-minute game with a total of 166.5? Well, I'm glad you asked, voice from nowhere, because... The, these two teams are two of the more up-tempo teams that you're going to find in all of college basketball. Eastern Michigan, right around 50th in the country in terms of total possessions per game. You've got a Toledo team as 36th, and neither of these teams is playing a lick of defense. TCU, or Toledo, in terms of points slot on a per-possession basis, 287. Then somehow, someway, Eastern Michigan, or even worse, 356th. This is a Eastern Michigan team that is allowing 111 or 114.2 points per 100 possessions when they are in, on the road. It has been absolutely terrible. And they've got a guy that could go off for 20 on any given night in Amani Bates. Bates, 6'10 combo player, 19 points per contest. It's been a little bit tough for him recently, single digits to two out of the team's last three games. But by and large, he's been able to produce on offense. You've got a pair of guys in Tyson Acuff along with Noah Farrakhan. They both give you about 12.5 points per game and they don't guard to save their lives. They're going up against a Toledo team that I mentioned how quickly they play in terms of their tempo. They still only turn the ball over right around 10.5 times per game. This is not a Toledo team that is wasting any possessions, and it's a Toledo bunch that they do a relatively solid job of being able to rebound by committee. As each of your top five scores, they give you at least 3.9 rebounds per game. Ray J. Dennis has been absolutely masterful in terms of being able to dole out the ball 15.7 points, five boards, six assists per contest. JT Schulmate, he shoots over 42% from three-point range as a six foot seven, a little bit of a combo player. That gives you 18 points. He chips in there right around five rebounds per contest. Cedric Milner Jr. gives you six rebounds per game. It's a team that has a lot of great versatility. They're a team that they've got a lot of guys down low that are able to do a solid job of being able to hit the glass. They just don't have any defense whatsoever. And that has been really the hallmark of Toledo recently. And it's gotten more extreme as we've been taking a look the last few weeks. So it's not as bad as the opener that we saw a few nights ago when they played against Buffalo. That opener was 170. And if you, like me, took the under, you got there. And the only reason why you got the under is because Buffalo, who was down eight with about 90 seconds left, 
befuddlingly enough decided not fall. I don't know if befuddlingly is a word or not. I'm going to say that it is, and we're just going to go with it because Toledo, well, they're just making it up as they go with regards to their defense because it has not been great to say the least. Toledo has allowed at least 67 points in every single game this season, and last time they held a team to fewer than 75 points. You have to go all the way back to January 6th where they allowed a grand total of 60 or 67 points against Northern Illinois. They gave up 74 against Western Michigan. In every other game this calendar year, they have given up at least 75. This team is playing no defense whatsoever. Eastern Michigan, we've already seen them get bludgeoned for 100-plus in a few games this season. Both of these teams have not been great on that end. Now, for Eastern Michigan, they have been held below 70 points in three out of the last five games. I do not think that that is going to be the case here, and there's a good chance that Eastern Michigan gives up north of 90 in this circumstance, and I'm not joking when I say that. I set my total at 166.5. Now that we're down to 165, 165.5, I'm willing to go over with Toledo. It makes it easier to be able to cover big numbers when you've got a supreme offense like this, you got a defense for Eastern Michigan that is not guarding a soul. I made Toledo a 20.5-point favorite. I'm going to be willing to lay the number of 19 in this ordeal with them, and I'm going to be taking a look at this 165-165.5 over. This was a total, by the way, that opened up at 168. So certainly a high total there, and that's a high bar to clear, and someone that is always able to clear, Daniel Avari. She does amazing work here at the network, taking a look at all things college sports and all things West Coast sports. She's going to be joining me next to take a look at the Tuesday College Basketball Board right here on the Great Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com to check out the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and the bets are moving on every single game? Well, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes, so that way you're able to see all the changes in the action. Find out where the money is moving based on where the public opinion just does not match up with the number of tickets. You're able to check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits is another way that VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits data for every single game. Now at VEASAN.com as we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network. Great to be joined by Daniel Avari. Does tremendous work here at the network. Does some great work for DraftKings, and I know you do some tremendous work as well when it comes to taking a look at the UCLA Bruins and doing a lot of their in-stadium hosting as well. Always do appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, Greg, and I'm very nervous to be in this college basketball betting contest with you now that I've just entered myself into. It was a really good start for so many of us as well. I mean, if you take a look at it, I think that everyone in the contest as a whole was hitting nearly 60%. So Mm -hmm. it is very, very much a rambunctious start for it. And in terms of the college basketball card, we really aren't going to be having too much out there on the West Coast aside from a few West Coast Conference games or a Mm -hmm. few Mountain West Conference games. And the one that really catches my eye the most because – They're the best team on the West Coast that is going to be playing on Tuesday. That would be Boise State. They're currently Mm -hmm. finding them between a 10 to an 11-point favorite against Fresno State. And with Fresno State, this team is a mash unit right now. They're without a lot of their top players. With Boise State, I know that we always love to give a lot of kudos to the defense, but their offense has been really good. I'm not sure how you feel about this game, but I honestly feel like this line of between 10 and 11 is a little bit too short and that Boise State should be a bigger favorite. Yeah, I agree. I think we've seen Fresno in spots like this a lot throughout the season and their defense has been gritty enough to kind of keep them in these games. And maybe those double digit points are too much. They've certainly taken advantage of some double digit points with Fresno state in the past, but to your point with them, not at full strength here, I think that you can definitely look to the other side. Absolutely. And then when it comes to one of the bigger games that we're going to be seeing on this card, it is Kansas state. It is Iowa state with Iowa state being (laughs) between a five. I'm seeing a five and a half out there as well. Kansas State has really impressed me. Iowa State has really impressed me as well. But I feel like in a matchup like this, getting north of five points is just a little bit too much in my opinion. I do think that Iowa State gets the job done. They've got a tremendous home court environment with the Hilton Magic. But I set this line more around four. So being able to get five, that's pretty appealing to me. 
Yeah, what's the total for this game at? It's currently between about a 134 to a 134 and a half, depending upon where you look. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, I've really been liking backing uh, Kansas State's offense here. Uh, that's what I've been basing a lot of my handicapping on with them so far. And so I'd be interested in looking at something like an over for this game. Um, but it's tough to say because you don't really get the consistency that you'd like from this team. Uh, they've been consistent for me in two games straight. And like I said, this is one of those teams where uh, I feel like they've become my buddy because they've covered a bunch of bets for me. But maybe we're starting to finally see the book catch up to this. So it's a little bit tough. And plus, now they're going up against an Iowa State team that mm-hmm. they rank in the top eight nationally in terms of points right. allowed on a per-possession basis. And this, everybody's having trouble scoring against them this season. I mean, they're generating a turnover on north of 30% of possessions when they're at home. That's just right. absolutely insane. They're just sticking teams in the mud right now. And a team that has been similar to that is Rutgers, who I'm currently seeing as a six-point favorite against Penn State. I do think that this is relatively the correct number, but I'm seeing a total on this game between a 129 and a half and a 130. And this is a total that even though it's relatively low, I think that a lot of people would attribute a low total to being anything of 135 or less in college basketball. This is one that I do like because Rutgers has been able to do a great job. And it's just one of those home court environments with the rack that it's so hard for teams to go into and win. Yeah, I, to be honest, I haven't bet a lot of Rutgers this year, so I haven't taken a close look at this team. But how much are you valuing this home court at this point in the season? Because I know early on you were talking about early conference unders. Is that something that you're still factoring in as well as home court? Absolutely. And I do have a little bit more of a home court advantage when it comes to these Big Ten venues as well. We see it time and time again. Like you had Ohio State looking absolutely awful going into their game mm-hmm. against Iowa. They completely blow out Iowa. That was my lone loss, by the way, in terms of the <laughs> contest that we are in. So that came to mind me very, very early. We saw it on Monday with Northwestern taking down Wisconsin. If that game is played at the Kohl Center, it goes the complete other way, in my opinion. And I do think that that is important to gauge. And it's part of the reason why I do think that this game is also very intriguing with Ohio State and Illinois. Illinois is a four-point favorite, goes up from the opener of three, and the total is between 144 and 145. And I do think that it is fitting that the opener did go up because I felt like three was a little bit too short. I think we're starting to get to the correct number because Illinois has been a little bit herky-jerky, to say the least. But that said, I do think that this is a spot where, with Ohio State, I need at least a four and a half to a five to be able to back them. I would need this number to go up a little bit more. Especially on the road. I would agree with that, yeah. When it comes to also the SEC, I take a look at LSU and Arkansas, and it's an interesting matchup because with LSU, they've lost six straight games. They're going up against an Arkansas team that they've been a little bit out of sorts as well, and it's just hard for me to be able to back a team that has lost five out of six and is now laying between 12 and a half and 13. I recognize that LSU has not been terrific thus far this season, especially recently, but I just take a look at these ordeals, and when you take a look at a team that has been struggling like Arkansas has, it's just hard to be able to lay this sort of a number. Yeah, and I agree with you. LSU has not played up to their ability, I think, this year, and definitely not up to expectations, but I think that this has gotten out of hand at this point now because 12 or 13 points, I think, is probably too much, especially, like you said, for an Arkansas team that is not completely functioning the way it should. Absolutely, and a team that has not been functioning the way that it should for much of the season, that would be Florida State. They're going to be playing us to Miami. Miami is now between a two and a half and a three-point favorite, and this is a Florida State team that I will give them credit where credit is due. They go on the road. They knock off Pittsburgh. That was a good win for them, and 
to begin the season, it was not so great. But now that we're getting down to that number of three, because if there is one critical number in college basketball, I do feel like it's that magic number of three because that sort of line of demarcation with a minute left to go, you're not going to fall mm-hmm. down three. Whereas if you're down five, six, that's where you just have craziness ensue. But I take a look at Miami on the opener of four and a half. I couldn't get there. Them laying between two and a half and three. Now I'm willing to lay that number with the Hurricanes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Florida State has not necessarily looked incredible this season. They have won their last two games. They beat Notre Dame. They beat Pittsburgh, both on the road. So maybe you give them a a momentum angle here. Uh, But Miami, Florida just lost a close game to Duke. And that was one of my bets for last week. Uh, I believe they were getting seven in that game and they lost by two 68 to 66. You can see a very low scoring game. So their offense definitely responded to that Duke defense, but I'm expecting that offense to return to its form, kind of open back up against this Florida state team that allows nearly 74 points per game. Uh, Miami is still a top 10 offense and at least in terms of adjusted offensive efficiency, Uh, they're averaging 78 points per game. So again, I'm expecting that to come back up a little bit. In fact, you could even look at maybe, Maybe this game going over the total is set at 150. That's starting to, starting to get a little bit out of reach for me, but I could easily see this going over that. Um, the Seminoles, unfortunately, though, are shooting 35% from beyond the arc, and the Hurricanes are allowing around 32%. So I wouldn't expect to get the points there. Uh, Miami, to me, the better offense on the floor, the better defense on the floor, and they should also win on the boards. They're averaging 32.3 rebounds per game. So again, could see this going over 150, but I like Miami to cover as a road favorite at minus three. They are on the road, so I wouldn't want to cover much more. More than three, but I like this three. Yep, I agree with you. On the opener of four and a half, it would be mm-hmm. a case of which it would be a little bit more of a take for me on yeah. Florida State. But now that we're down to three, and right now where I sit at circa two and a half, which I think that that's very, very <laughs> wow. big. Yep. Great. Great that, value. That is where the buy point is for me. So we are in locks up there. And Danielle, I know that you do a great job with regards to the college sports scene, but you do a great job of taking a look at West Coast sports in general. And I know that this is a game that you've got your eye on. The battle for Los Angeles. The Clippers and the Lakers, <laughs> the two teams that share a venue. And with the Clippers, they're a four-point favorite. What do you make out of this game? Because I think the biggest question is, are we actually going to be seeing the full allotment of players for the Clippers in this game? Because they seem to have more guys out for rest, rest management than anyone else. And, I mean, in terms of load management, there's a lot of it going on right now in the NBA. Yeah, it's interesting you call it the battle for L.A. because the Clippers win it all the time. Literally nine straight straight up wins here for them. They've won and covered five of the last five games. Uh, So five in a row of a win and a cover for the Clippers here. And yet not L.A.'s team. It's still the Lakers and they still have LeBron James. So they still get top billing despite the fact that the Clippers own them in this series. Uh, They've also looked decent lately. They've won four of their past seven. Their defense has been slipping, which is unfortunate because this is very much an under team. Uh, But I like the Clips minus three here. Uh, They've won, like I said, five straight and covered. They've won nine of the last games versus the Lakers. I don't think this is going to be that close of a game. So Clippers minus three for me. I can't disagree with you. The Lakers have been a pretty good fade all season long, but (laughs) Someone that we always want to back is what you're giving out, Danielle. You do absolutely amazing work here at the network. Always do appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thanks, Craig. Danielle does absolutely amazing work here at the network. And for those of you guys that like the UCLA Bruins, she does a lot of their in-stadium hosting as well. So always great to get her aboard. And we go from one great LA guest to another. As joining me next is going to be Jason Weingarten, who does amazing work here at the network with Futures and also the NFL. That's up next right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network.
You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on football's biggest game, the VSIN experts have you covered. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of just $9.99. VSIN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN shows and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and the bets are moving on every single game. Deep dive betting reports, plus VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season where experts break down best bets, the big game props, brackets, list goes on and on. Do not miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe to sign up now for only $9.99 and become a part of the Sports Betting Network. That is at VSIN.com slash subscribe. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa and the Sports Bank Network. Great to be joined by this man as Jason Weingarten does amazing work here at the network, taking a look at some futures. Does a great job on the NFL front. And for those of you guys who are fans of baseball, that's going to be coming up relatively soon. And Jason, I know, much like myself, absolutely loves all the action on the diamond. And Jason, always great to have you aboard. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. How's it going? It is going great. And Jason, as we know, Final few games of the NFL season are coming about. I know that you do a lot in terms of the futures market, but in terms of just how you're gauging this time, because we're like I said, we're down to the last few NFL games, the MLB, it's still a few months off. What are you taking a look at in terms of just betting right now? Do you up your volume size in terms of these last few games of the NFL season, or is it maybe just a little bit more of a sit back, relax a little bit of time and just start preparing for baseball a little bit more? Yeah. You know, for me, January, February is one of my personal favorite times of the year because um, once we get past the, the full Saturday, Sunday, college football, NFL slates, you get the individual games and there's not much baseball going on. There's, you know, there, there's like the Venezuelan Winter League finals right now. So not overly committed to baseball and I can sleep a little later and catch up on, you know, a whole bunch of things that I've been putting off. Like, for example, I'm kind of redoing my whole computer setup this last couple of weeks and re, 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 rewiring all my monitors. I have the free time to do that. Um, so it's it's pretty great right now. Um you know, when I could take time off and have less going on. Um, but it does, we, you know, baseball kind of creeps up pretty quick, especially this year with the WBC. So, um, you know, it'll, it'll be here before, before long. Oh, absolutely. It certainly will be. And in terms of the futures market, is there anything that you're taking a look at in terms of futures right now in the NFL? Because you just take a look at the futures board and all four of these teams, they are relative equals in terms of if you want to take out a future right now. And honestly, I just take a look at it. And I don't think that there's any value in terms of betting a team in regards to a future to be able to win the Super Bowl just because just all these teams, if you were to just do a money line rollover for both of the games that they would need to win, regardless of the matchup that you get, I think that you come out a little bit ahead and you'd be able to shop the line itself in terms of money line rollover, is there anything else that you might be able to take a look at? Because I know that there are some exactas that might pay out just a little bit better. Well, I like, I like the Super Bowl MVP market. If you're willing to fade the quarterbacks this year, um, especially if you're a 49ers uh, believer, which, which I tend to, to not be, but if, if you are, 
I just don't see Brock Purdy putting this team on his back and winning winning them a, a Super Bowl and getting the MVP in the process. If the 49ers are going to win a Super Bowl, likely going to be Christian McCaffrey winning the MVP. And if it's not McCaffrey, you know, you could see somebody farther down the list. Um, unlikely it's going to be George Kittle or Joey or uh, Nick Bosa. Sorry, I always get Joey and Nick mixed up. <laughs> but um, if you're looking for a long shot, I bet Bosa at, at uh, 90 to one at uh, 80 to one down to 50 to one this week. <clears throat> I think a big game out of him. You know, I'm always a big fan of seeing a defensive player potentially win a uh, world. Uh, sorry, a, a Super Bowl MVP. George Kittle, tight end, um, big part of the offense. I think he was a big, big number. I saw 90 to one, 100 to one on him today when I bet him. So I was happy to take some some uh, Super Bowl MVP odds there. But no, I think I think at this point you're better off betting the the money line on any of these games. We're getting really short spreads for uh, championship games, which is pretty exciting. Should see a lot of two way action here this weekend. And you just mentioned it, where the value is not in terms of betting on Super Bowl MVP right now is the quarterbacks because Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, they're both at plus 350, and Patrick Mahomes, they're at, he's at plus 330. And I just don't see a world where either of these three guys are going to be able to win the award unless if their team actually wins a Super Bowl. If you just do a money line rollover on both of those, you might not quite get that same payout, but the amount of reward that you get versus the amount of risk, to me, it just makes absolutely no sense. And I do think that taking a look at a non-quarterback, which we've seen plenty of non-quarterbacks win this MVP award, the normal MVP award, not so much. But in terms of Super Bowl MVP, we've seen plenty of non-quarterbacks be able to win it to where there's good value on guys like a Travis Kelsey, Debo Samuel, you're able to go down the list. Whereas with the quarterbacks, I feel like you're just better off betting on the teams themselves. Yeah, I mean, obviously you're not gonna get value on the quarterbacks. Not a not a secret. This is quarterback heavy award. Um, but yeah, Bosa Kittle stood out to me. Although I am not particularly confident that they're gonna beat the Eagles this weekend. So um, kind of a double edged sword for me because I'm on the Eagles on the Eagles money line on uh, on I don't know are they playing Sunday? Yes. Yeah, on Sunday. I didn't want to say Saturday and, <laughs> and you know, get that all mixed up. <laughs> oh, it is all good. But in terms of that Eagles game that we are going to be seeing on Sunday, the Eagles, they open up as a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Now we're finding them as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. How do you gauge this game? Because I do feel like anything below a field goal, you're getting some relatively good value with the Eagles. I know that you said that you're just looking straight up at the money line to be able to just – have the Eagles win outright, not have to fear this landing one or two. But I do take a look at this Eagles team, and I do feel like they are the better squad. And I do have the fear in the back of my head that Brock Purdy, who got away with a few passes in that game against the Dallas Cowboys, he might not get away with those passes if he makes them in this game against the Eagles. Yeah, you know, I'm, I, I've been saying for a couple weeks now, I'm waiting for Brock Purdy to have a bad game, have a bad start. <clears throat> he keeps kind of not not doing that and they keep winning and then just just keep winning in san francisco so um i'm on the eagles here you know brock purdy keeps keeps costing me money maybe he cost me money again this week but he's a rookie he's a rookie seventh round pick for a reason and i think uh 
sooner or later he's going to have a bad game. Wouldn't surprise me to see him have have that bad game this weekend. And one stat that I still go back to with regards to this entire situation with the San Francisco 49ers, no rookie quarterback has ever started in a Super Bowl. Is that something that you do take into account when you do take a look at games like the one that we're going to be seeing on Sunday with the Eagles and the 49ers and you take into account when you do play the futures wagers that you do? Yeah, you know, I mean, <clears throat> Brock Purdy has shown that he is pretty good, um, much, much better than his his draft status would indicate. Um, frankly, he's, he's been a, a home run sort of pick. I mean, those are the picks that win championships is, you know, winning and getting value on the margins like that in the NFL draft. So, um, you know, I'm 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 always just just kind of surprised and and keeps proving me wrong. But you know, on the road, Philly, hard place to play. Wouldn't surprise me if we finally see a letdown. It's going to happen sooner or later. So, you know, just one of those situations where you don't really need to overthink it too much. I agree with you. And with the Eagles, I do think that it's fascinating to look at them because I feel like if the Chiefs do make it to the Super Bowl, but Patrick Mahomes isn't 100%, they might be a very slight favorite. But I do feel like if Patrick Mahomes is 100%, regardless of who's able to get it done, whether it be the Bengals or the or the Kansas City Chiefs, they might be just the slightest of slight underdogs. But regardless, I do think that we get a relatively tight line in the Super Bowl, regardless of who comes out. It's just a matter of whether Team X or Team Y is going to be a point, point and a half favorite. Yeah, you know, the, the high ankle sprain from Mahomes really changes everything. Not even a guarantee they they get out, you know, this week and even make it to the Super Bowl. But fortunately he'll he'll have some time to rest if they do um they do beat the Bengals this week. Although I'm I'm not really sure that they do. Um at this point. I'm sort of talking myself into the Bengals. So um maybe we'll talk more about that in the, the next segment. Oh, we certainly are going to be because we have seen a flip of favorites in this game. We saw the Kansas City Chiefs open up in most places as a two-point favorite. You did see this open up at DraftKings at a three, and I believe that this lasted for six minutes and 13 seconds, and rightfully so. That got completely bet down. Now we're finding the Bengals as between a one to one and a half point favorite. So we're going to be talking about that with Jason Weingarten, who does amazing work here at VEASAN on the flip side. And We'll see if he's got any baseball futures for us as well. That's coming up next here on the Greg Peterson Experience. I'm Beeson, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to point game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Football fans, with conference championships this weekend, it is time to check out BetRivers. You could win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing our exclusive BetRivers Squares this football season. Place a $10 or more qualifying bet, and you're going to be able to get in on on a square on the house. If the number matches up with the final match score, you win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligibility bonuses, and credit use to apply. Full terms and conditions are available at BrettRiversSquares.com. As we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network, being rejoined by Jason Weingarten, does a great job over here at the network taking a look at all things football, baseball, and the futures market, and Jason I know you were alluding to the Bengals versus Chiefs game a little bit before, and we have seen a flip of favorites in this game. It opened up with the Chiefs being right around a two-point favorite. Now we've got the Bengals between a one to one and that point favorite. I know that you're leaning a little bit to the Bengals' side. What are you looking at to be able to fire in on this game? Because no doubt about it, the Patrick Mahomes injury, that is so big. But I do fear that the information that we're going to be getting this weekend might be a little bit of a smokescreen, and some of it might not be totally accurate. Well, I mean, it's all injury-based at this point. It's, you know, Mahomes with a high ankle sprain is not the same as Patrick Mahomes fully healthy. And, you know, a lot of winning the Super Bowl is just being healthy at the right time and peaking at the right time. And, you know, I don't want to say that Kansas City's Super Bowl chances went out the window with the, the with the high ankle sprain or with the injury to Mahomes, but, you know, it changed it changed the, the calculus of everything on one play. and you know, like you said, we're probably not going to get accurate information out of Kansas City this week because they have no incentive to tell the truth about his health. But 
you know, I, I just look at, at historical um, quarterbacks, you know, quarterback high ankle sprain injuries, and it's it's just not a good uh, situation to be at when you're immobile and you have a good defensive coordinator and a, a good uh, defensive game plan a week to kind of draw something up and, and draw some blitzes up. I mean, the Bengals will be blitzing frequently, and if Mahomes can't move, it's going to be a problem and it's going to, you know, change what they could do and, and, and what, what plays they can run. And it's, it's going to be a different game. So, you know, I think, I think the market is correct. The slightly fangle, uh, slightly favorite the Bengals here. And how much do you factor in the fact that the Bengals have already had a lot of success against the Kansas City Chiefs, something that cannot be said for too many teams in the NFL. You know, I put, I, I put a little bit into that just because, you know, we've, we, we have to take, note of that at this point but you know those games don't matter what matters is the, this upcoming game and you know I, I think the 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 health of of the players and you know the, <clears throat> the injuries on the Bengals offensive line here and and Mahomes obviously being a major thing those are the the issues this week not the the record of the Bengals beating the Chiefs in the past that I don't particularly care about here Yep, I don't blame you there, and I do think that it is going to be fascinating to see what we get on this front, and Jason, I know that with everything going on in the NFL, with things starting to wind down, you've been doing a little bit of something in terms of college basketball as well. You've got a few features that you have fired in on. Take me through what you are taking a look at on the college basketball front, because I know that it's been a very strange year, to say the least. This is a year where we don't necessarily have that set number one team, so Lots of value out there if you think that one of these teams, especially one that's on in the top five right now, is able to rise up and is able to win the title. Yeah, you know, for me, uh, college basketball-wise, my uh, my college vas- basketball volume is is very low um, relative to what it was a couple years ago or in the past. You know, that's to say that maybe I'm betting five to ten games a week at this point. And I always like to tell people, you know, with college basketball and college football, it also kind of works for, but you always, you know, you, you can make a lot of money or if you want to get better at gambling, you know, you have a lot of opportunity to focus on one team or one conference and learn a lot about, you know, the big West or whatever conference you want to pay attention to and, you know, know everything about UC Irvine or, you know, UC Santa Barbara or CSUN and that'll get you, you know, a a decent ways into a decent bankroll if you're good enough. But um, for me this year, I I don't play that many games. I had New Mexico tonight. That was actually kind of disappointing. I knew once it got to overtime, I knew they were probably out of gas. That was a disappointing ending. I must throw in there that technical foul that was called. I mean, that is just absolutely terrible if you had New Mexico. And I had New Mexico. I had them on the money line. That was the... Yeah, that was that wasn't fun, but uh you know, you, like you mentioned it's been a weird year and there's been a lot of the the teams up top that have ebbed and flowed. Uh Yukon, they've drifted out. I see DraftKings is up 22 to 1. I love that number. I bet some more at 20 to 1. <clears throat> I'd already had my uh my biggest uh my biggest uh, college basketball future was on Yukon to begin with, so I didn't mind adding more to them there. And then Kentucky, I had Kentucky, um, 
you know, I, well, I had South Carolina actually on the money line when they beat Kentucky. And then I had Kentucky on the money line this last weekend when they beat Tennessee. So um, I've gotten kind of lucky with some Kentucky games lately. And, uh, you know, I just can't help myself that I watch, you know, enough Kentucky games and I see the teams around them in the futures, the Kansas States and the Marquettes. And I just don't think those teams have a very big chance of actually winning a uh, NCAA tournament. Well, I do think, you know, on the other hand, Kentucky is very live. So I'm finally in on Kentucky at 40 to one. Um, you know, if, if they can make it into the tournament, if they can sneak in, they're always going to be very live just because of the talent on those teams. Oh yes. And Kentucky is going to be making the NCAA tournament. In my opinion, it's just all about seeding and, when it comes to NCAA futures, I think that it is very important to take a look at just how you gauge a team as well, because so much of it is based on the draw, which is why I never really take a look at some of these teams that have shorter odds. Fortunately, this year, like I mentioned, you don't necessarily have that clear number one team. So you don't have a Gonzaga like three to one. You don't have a Duke back when they had Zion Williamson, RJ Barrett and company. They were right around like plus 250, plus 300. You aren't running that sort of a risk, but how much do you take a look at more of those teams a little bit further down the board? Because I do think that it is very important to be taking a look at teams in which you're able to get a little bit more bang for your buck because you could have your ticket blow up in your face, not due to anything that the team does, not due to a wrong handicap or anything like that, just due to them getting a bad matchup in general in the tournament. Yeah, I mean, bad matchups are always the thing that you're not going to be able to account for. Um, especially this far in advance, but you're going to have to really sell me on a long shot in the NCAA tournament. You're going to have to, you know, have a, a John Morant type player on a mid major to get me interested in, you know, backing somebody at a, you know, not a, a major conference level at this point. It's just so skewed. Um, even with the smaller rosters and everything, it's just so skewed to, to the top teams and the top conferences still that, um, you know, you can go down a little bit, you know, in, in the, the, the major conferences and try to make cases for, for teams, but you know, you're not going to get me on, on long shot futures here. Like you might in other sports. Yep. And with the NCAA tournament, you just take a look down the list. It's just a whole bunch of teams that were very, very highly seated that have been able to win the NCAA tournament. As a matter of fact, last time we saw a team that wasn't a one or a two seed win. I believe that it was UConn and that Hungry Huskies team back in 2014. So it has been a while since we've seen a team a little bit further down the list be able to win. And this is a little bit of a pro tip that myself and Jason were talking about a bit earlier on. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. You're able to sort these all by show and by sports. Speaking of futures, in terms of taking a look at odds to win the Super Bowl MVP Probably want to be straying away from some of the top quarterbacks. You're just better off betting the team themselves. These are ones where you want to be taking a little bit more of a flyer on the long shot. You know, we get much more value. And if you like one of the quarterbacks to be able to win MVP, just bet the team itself. And Jason, we've got a few seconds left. I know that you fired in a little bit on the MLB futures board. Take me through the team that you already have a little bit of a bet on for the MLB futures. The... Bet I like most. I bet the Astros to win the World Series seven to one. You know, great team, returning almost all the roster, losing Justin Verlander, adding Jose Abreu, 
Um, just a pure hitter. He's so good. I think he's just underappreciated because of the, the White Sox teams he's been playing on. And he'll really shine in this lineup in Houston. And I, I don't particularly like the Astros, but I think the value is there. They're head and shoulders above every other team in the American League. So um, locking this up early, going to just ride the Astros to the, the World Series in the American League this year. Call me Mattress Jason. I, yes, absolutely. We've got Mattress Jason. And coming up next, we go to the college basketball board right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.